Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Monday to you. It's Monday, November the 18th. Last night, well, this is this morning. I'm still in Cleveland. Nothing against Cleveland, but I was supposed to fly out of here at 5 a.m. My flight was canceled. Actually, it was like 5.51. The flight was canceled. I don't even know why. I didn't even double-check the seat. Because, you know, when I last night it was on deadline after the game. They said my flight was canceled. So I just said, hey, let me get on the next thing smoking. So 10.30, I'll hop on a flight in a couple hours and go there and, and, and fly back to Philly. But I was really looking forward to getting home early in the morning. I would have got home at about 7 a.m., drove home, hop in the bed, get some sleep. If you can't tell by my voice, I got a little cold. It's like annually I catch a cold on the road. I do. Just catch a cold. So right now I'm in the midst of a cold. So my, my weekend has been a little messed up. Like I flew here from Oklahoma City. Couldn't get a direct flight. So you fly into Charlotte. And from Charlotte I got here to Cleveland. It was all about getting that sleep. All about that sleep flow. Woke up this morning, covered the game, went back to the hotel room after I found my stories, got some more sleep, and now I'm up talking to y'all. But enough about that. I know y'all want to talk about last night's game. The 76ers won. It was a big win for them. The Sixers beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 114-95 at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Now, last year, the, the arena was named as Quicken Loans Arena, but it's Rocket Mortgage now. Now, the thing about it is when you look at it, you'll say, come on, Pompeii, they beat the Cavs. We're talking about the four and eight Cavs. They beat the Cavs, and you saying they got a big win. Yes, it was a big win because regardless of who they played, the Sixers didn't really look exactly good the last couple games. I mean, in fact, this was the Sixers' first road win in six games. Overall, they had lost five of their last seven games. So, in order for you to get a win, any type of win, it's huge. And the way they beat the Cavs were the way they were supposed to beat the Cavs. I mean, the Sixers were shooting 66.7% in the first half. They had 28 first-half field goals, which is a record for, a, for, not a record, but it's the most field goals they had in the first half. The field goal percentage, 66.7, is the most that they had in the first half as well. And the Sixers had 20 assists, which were the most assists for any half. Now, when I said the other two, say a half, I mean the first half, as far as the shooting percentage, as far as the number of field goals made, that's their record for a first half. But the 20 assists, not a record. I mean, you know, the most for a season. I keep getting this record stuff at, but the most for a season, um, for this season, this year. So, I personally think this was a big win. Now, here's the thing, y'all. 
you look at Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris had 27 points on 12 for 14 shooting. The brother shot 85.7%. That's huge. You look at Ben Simmons. He had 10 points on 5 for 8 shooting to go with a season high 11 assists, right? You know, he did have three turnovers. He had two blocks and a steal. Tobias was real defensive, too. Tobias had two blocks, two steals. Al Horford had 11 points on four for six shooting to go with two blocks, two steals. Now, Josh Richardson struggled. My man shot two for 12, right? He had eight points. He scored all eight of those in the first half. He had three fouls, four rebounds, and one block, right? James Ennis the third. He played well. Brother was like three for four on threes, five for seven overall for 14 points. Furkan Korkmaz got out of his funk. You know, I do the best and the worst. For the previous two games, I had to give it to Furt. I'm sorry. I love Furt. I love him to death. Great dude. His sneaker game is on point. You know, but I had to give it to him. The brother was like, Mm, he just didn't play well. Well, tonight, or last night, rather, he had 13 points on 5 for 8 shooting. You know, he had a block. He had 4 rebounds. He had 4 personal fouls. But, you know, who cares about that? You know, Trey Burke got some first quarter love. You know, he was the back, actually the backup point guard today. You know, he came in. He ignited him a little bit. You know what I mean? Trey Trey finished with five points on, on two for four shooting. You know, he had four assists. So he didn't turn the ball over either. And then, like, Matisse came in. You know, Matisse Feibel. Matisse didn't get... Matisse didn't get a steal today, but he still brought it. He still played with some energy. You know, so... You know, it was a good win. Now, the thing about the 76ers, this is a team that's going to frustrate people, right? And here's the reason. They're going to win games, and everyone's going to be, whoa, how great, look how great the Sixers are. But then they're going to look bad and lose games. I mean, they're going to, they're going to be games that they're going to blow leads. It's going to be games where they can't hit shots. It's going to be games where the defense crumbles. Joel Embiid's going to have certain games where he looks bad. Ben Simmons is going to have games where people sag off of him and he doesn't take a, he doesn't attempt a shot. And you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get frustrated to the point where you say, "Fire the coach." Trey Ben Simmons. I'm tired of Embiid. Tobias is making too much money. I mean, you're going to say that. How do I know? Because you already said that. You say it already. I mean, people do. And then you're going to turn around and you're going to be like, man, as a third option, I'm glad we got Tobias back. Oh, he was hitting shots. 
He was playing well. And then you're going to say, man, Joel Embiid is a beast. Joel Embiid is the guy. He's, a, he's the man. There's nobody in the league, no center in the league better than Embiid. Yeah, they talk about the Joker in Denver. Nah, Joe's going to get him next time. Joe's going to bust his tail. Ben Simmons, oh, bruh, shoot that three when you're ready to do it. Keep attacking the rim. Keep going up and down. Keep going up and down, bruh. You're going to say all that because you do already. And see, that's why this team is going to be frustrating to you because there are going to be times where they look invincible and there's going to be other times when you're saying, what's going on? There are going to be times when you say, you know, Brett Brown is a gritty coach. The people, the guys on the team play hard for him. And there's going to be other times when you say Brett Brown is clueless. Brett Brown needs to go. How did he keep his job? What's going on? I mean, I know because you're doing it now. And as a reporter covering the team, it does get a little, I'm not going to say frustrating because I could care less if they win or lose. But it's a little mind-boggling at times. Because the Sixers are the team that I've come to realize that whenever people put a lot of hype into them or a lot of like saying, yeah, the Sixers are going to do it, they're invincible, they're unstoppable, that's when they lose. But when you come back and you say, hey, this team is garbage. I don't know if the, I think these guys are overhyped. You know, what is the coach doing? Then they win. And let's face it. So right now the Sixers are 8-5. and five. They're in fifth place. But they're actually a game and a half out of, out of second place. Right? It's a game and a half out of second place. So when you when you when you look at the Sixers schedule, right? The next couple games, the Sixers play the Knicks on Wednesday. They should win that game. They should win it. Now if they lose it, don't say, oh Pompey, they suck, they this, they that. But they should win that game. They play the Spurs on Friday. The first of a back to back. I don't know if the Sixers will be full staff on that one. Because let's face it, they like resting Joel Embiid and, and uh, Al Horford. So we'll find out about that one. But I still think they should win that one. The Miami Heat on that Saturday, man, that's going to be a tough one. Sixers playing at home, but that's going to be a tough one. Then they go to the Raptors on the 25th. They come back against the Kings on the 27th, the day before Thanksgiving. On the 29th, the day after Thanksgiving, they, they play the New York Knicks in New York at the Garden. And then they come back and they play the Pacers at home on that Saturday on November 30. I say the Sixers of those games. I say the Sixers go four and two. They could go five, five and one, but I think the Sixers will go four and two over that stretch. 
You know, and then with that, everyone be like, man, okay, okay. The Sixers are doing something. And then in de- December, I believe that they're going to get out on an early run. And people are like, yes, <coughs> back to winning the chip. They're going to go back to the chip. And then I'm telling you, there's going to come a time where they play two games and they're going to struggle mightily. And people are going to do what we always do, overreact. Well, I shouldn't say overreacting because I don't think that's really an overreaction. But what they're going to do is they're just going to say, oh, the sky is falling. Oh, what's going on? They're going to, they're going to, they're going to pinpoint all the shortcomings that the Sixers have. You know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to talk about the coach. They're going to do everything. But again, at the end of the day, this team is going to win 50-something games. I don't know if they're going to go to the NBA Finals. I don't think they are. I mean, I, I've been saying that before. Until they upgrade the roster, they got to update the roster. But until then, they, they're still going to be one of the top teams in the East. They're going to win 50-something games, and we're going to forget all about the shortcomings and the struggles on the roads and losing five out of seven. Until they go out and lose three games in a row. (laughs) That's just how it is. All right, y'all. When I get right back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Tobias Harris. I'll be right back after this commercial break. All right. So, Tobias. You know, Tobias Harris is a guy... Sorry, I, I have a cold, I told you. But Tobias Harris is a guy, like I said in the first segment, people complain about the money he makes and say that he doesn't, he's not living up to it. I don't know. I kind of like Tobias. I like his game. I know that he was in the slump. I know that he was sick. He played, he played through it. A lot of guys wouldn't have played through it. But Tobias is trying to be a leader of this team. All I know is the last two games, you know, this game I told you he was 12 for 14. The other game he, for 27 points, the other game he played his his, his butt off as well. You know, he's out of that shooting slump. I mean, he shot one, he shot one for two on threes yesterday, and he was three for four the day before that. Now, mind you, the six games prior to that, he was 0 for 23. But today, or yesterday rather, he was 1 for 2, and the game before that he was 3 for 4. So it seems like he's getting stuff back together again. Now, I do think that in order for the Sixers to be to be successful and to possibly make it to the NBA Finals, Tobias has to be that alpha dog. He has to be that guy that takes over the things in the stretch. (coughs) Down the stretch. Can he do it? We'll find out. But I'm not, you know, I know he struggled. But I'm going to be honest with you. There was a couple games that that he struggled mightily. 
But the guy was out there grabbing rebounds. He was getting assists. I mean, I remember one game, I believe he had 10 rebounds and 6 assists. Both of them led to 6. Right? So when I see him doing that, to me, it's one of those things where, like, okay, yeah, your shot isn't falling, but you're showing some leadership and you're impacting the game another way. And that so that's all you can ask. Now, granted, if you could get $180 million and you knew that a team would give it to you, you're not turning that down. And I don't even know why people get upset because he's making that. I mean, look, the dude, like, hey, if you were 6'9 and you can shoot the ball and you could do this and do that, all the power to you. I mean, I wouldn't turn the money down. And guess what? When you look at it, again, like I said, it would be nice for him to turn into that closer role just so Embiid doesn't always have to do it. I think that'll be great. But when everything early on, when everything is rolling, and you got Ben Simmons coming downhill, you got Al Horford and Joel Embiid on the, on the blocks in the paint, <clears throat> Tobias can become a great option out in the perimeter. You know, and let's face it, the Sixers right now have played 13 games <coughs> of a 82-game regular season, and then they have rounds in the playoffs. No one's going to remember these games right now. I mean, the Sixers are going to be judged by what they do in the playoffs. So that's what we're going to judge them off of. So no one is like, Thinking back, no one's going like, hey, Tobias only did this, Tobias only did that. Nah. Uh-uh. What Tobias does in the playoffs is going to matter. It really is. Now, <coughs> Trey Burke, you know, he got some burn today as a backup point guard. And he played well to me. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought he played well. You know, it's, and when we get back from this commercial break, we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay, so, like, Brett Brown decided to go with Trey Burke today. You know, Trey comes in late in the first quarter. You know, he, he finds shortly into the game. He he has an assist to Embiid. Then he comes down and he buries like a a three, like minutes later. I'm like, okay, Trey, okay. And as I pointed out earlier, you know he he didn't have any he didn't have any turnovers. You know he played fifteen minutes forty four seconds and he didn't have a turnover. You know, he was a plus four. But he had four assists. <coughs> and I was told that Trey Burke can't run an offense. But he's trying to do it. He really is. He's trying to help this Sixers team. And that's all you can ask. 
You know, that's all you can ask. I think he's valuable. I think Matisse Seibel is valuable. I think Kyle O'Quinn is valuable. Neto, too. You know, Shake Milton <laughs> only got three minutes and 11 seconds. I think he plays well. <coughs> but look, y'all, I'm sorry. Like I told you, I got this cold. I apologize for coughing. But I haven't did a, done a podcast in a couple of days. That's an, and um, because of this, but I wanted to get back at it. I want to thank y'all for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.